0: What's your weird story? Hello, Weirdsville. It's time once again for the What's Your Weird Story podcast with me, Adam Beebe, one of your hosts. The other host is Barry Johnston, who's also with me as always, and you as always, here on the What's Your Weird Story podcast. I don't know why I say a podcast like that. Barry, Hello. Good evening. Good afternoon. Good morning. Whatever time it is, you're listening to this. That's applicable. How you doing, sir?
1: I'm fantastic. Good evening. Good morning. Good afternoon. Guten Tag. Um, yeah. Good. Good. What is it? Good Morgan. Good Morgan. Something mm-hmm. like that. Um, yep. I'm showing off. How many other languages? Yes. I, um,
0: speak. I know. Um. Uh well I knew I do some others but all of a sudden I just had a complete <laughs> brain fart so like all of my other good mornings I, the only thing that's coming to mind is Felice Cuplianos which I don't believe is I believe that's happy birthday yeah. Um yeah 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 yeah, yeah so, something like that Felice Cuplianos to anybody out there whose birthday <laughs> is uh, is today or near Um <laughs> <It's> <laughs> uh... You know, How you
1: doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I love this time of year. You can smell it in the air. Football mm-hmm. is back. I'm a big football oh, wow. fan, so uh, yeah, ha- happy can, about that.
0: You can smell it. I, I still, you know, <laughs> you're, immune,
1: fun, you're immune. You're immune to the smell. I
0: am, Yeah, I'm immune to it. But that's all right.
1: Also, so. ghost blind. Um, yep. But, uh, but yeah. So uh, I'm enjoying that. That's a for me a sign that the weather's going to cool down at some point. But goddamn, it's been hot here lately, man. So. Uh, but it's all good, man. Everything's good here. How are things in your world, man?
0: Pretty good, man. Uh, you know, same old, same old, you know, same old grind. Just trying to get through this uh, weird life that we have. Uh, just uh, lining up guests for the show and, uh, you know, talking to some people and, and all that good stuff. Um, by the way, congratulations. Um, last week was your 20th
1: Yes, 20th yeah, 20, anniversary. Yeah, 20. Yeah, we've been together. We've been married for 20, been together for 21 and a half-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, amazing. It's amazing, man. It's uh, I married a good woman. And, you did. Uh, you lucked out. Uh, oh, she's, uh, you know, I I wouldn't be who I am without her, and obviously, you know. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm a good mate can help bring out the best in you and she's she's certainly done that for me man you know and she's always been on my side she's always been Mm -hmm. on my team man it's amazing and 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 20 years it's like we've been thinking about it it's like it's it just it went by so fast but then it's like yeah there's a lot that happened in there man you know Mm -hmm. like when you start thinking back you know all the All the moves and the kids and the cars and the stuff, you know, it's like, you know, before you know it, you built a life. And uh, I'm just super thankful. So, you know, I love I love my wife um, dearly dearly so thank you for uh bringing that up i mean it was just yesterday that we were setting or standing on the altar waiting for her to walk down the aisle you know just uh literally you and i standing there together and uh yep
0: you barely holding yourself together after uh a really crazy (laughs) uh uh bachelor party my father-in-law
1: tried to break me
0: Yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> he tried very, very hard.
1: He came close. <laughs> he, poured, he poured so much liquor down your throat. Oh my god! And
0: uh, and, and I was I, dumb
1: enough. I was young and dumb enough to accept it. That's yeah, the thing, well, you, you know.
0: Yeah, but you were also like wanting to show the old man that. Yeah, yeah it's and, cool. But also, you had this kind <laughs> of this, you know this Okie okay mentality that we sometimes have to, well, somebody gets you, okay, I'll talk. Yeah,
1: and, yeah. Alright,
0: thank you. You yep. know, you bought it for me, I appreciate it, you know. But,
1: <laughs> but you, you so. remember he was buying me two two shots at a time. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So everything was doubled, and it wasn't, I wasn't drinking the same thing. It was like two shots of Bailey's, two shots of Jack, you know, yep. two shots of, you know, Jaeger. whatever. It was just like, yeah. it got out of control quickly, man.
0: Yes, it did. And, I, <laughs> and you we were said, there. Well, yeah, we shared a hotel room. Oh. And uh, you woke up. How sick was I, dude? Like, I don't know, five or six in the morning. And you did not stop retching your guts out <laughs> until oh. uh, probably an hour before we you know, got married. I mean, <laughs> that true. was like, you That's know, true. you got married in the evening. So, yeah. I mean, it was, yeah, I went and tried to find... <laughs> Some kind of like hangover medicine. I'm yeah. just convinced that there was something that you could take. Yeah. Um, but you there meant, was nothing. She was
1: so mad. Nikki was oh. so mad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she got oh. cold feet right there at the last.
1: She, well her yeah, she was having all kinds of issues with her with her makeup and her hair and she had a freaking you know, she had a meltdown, and and yeah. I I understand it. I mean, that's the most important day to a, it is imp- the most important day to me too. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, especially for a women, that day is like the most important thing, and it wasn't going right. Yeah, she was an hour late. Yeah, she I, was at least an hour late.
0: Yeah, because I remember, dude, and I, I this is what I remember, and I may have made this apocryphal, but I certainly don't think i did but i remember what because we, we, it was late we we're already running late and you know like people would try to go and check Her, and you know yeah. the, and and like she wouldn't let anybody in so i'm like Fuck it, i'm going down there yeah. so i went down and i knocked and they're like it's you know women only i'm like it's me and they're like okay so you know i get carte blanche because i'm not you know threatening in any way <laughs> so they let me in and I get, I feel, I like, I gave her a pep talk. I was like, "I flew all the way out here from New York, and blah, blah blah, you know, all this stuff," <laughs> jokingly. Yeah. Like, so you're gonna get married, and you know. um, but yeah, I, you know, it, that was great. That, that kind of pep. I think I feel like that moved things on. I, you know, again, I don't know. That was a weekend full of a lot. That was of, a lot of, of booze. Oh man. And I got very drunk. Very, I will admit freely. Uh, and then, uh, as went, you should have, as you should. Yeah, have. yeah, it was great. It was, it was a good time. Good wedding. A lot yeah, of fun. Had have, a lot of, a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, hang out with good people. Yep, yep. Yeah, it, man. It was great. It was great. Speaking of past lives, you used to have a radio show, right? Yeah, did. Used, used to have
0: a radio show. I sure did. I had in, uh, in college at East Carolina University, um, and this will. We'll bring this around shortly, but uh, when I was in college at East Carolina University, I had a show on the – at that time, it was called WZMB, Zombie Radio, and um, I had the indie show, and basically, like, one of the guys who was in charge of music, m- music programming, he came up to me as a friend of mine who had worked at, w- with me at the record store at one point. He said, hey, man do you want to do a radio show? We could do this show together. And I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, man, that'd be awesome. That'd be fun. You know, it's like, you just bring in, play whatever you want. It doesn't matter. You don't have to have a format. You could just call it, you know, the indie show or whatever. So, so yeah, so um, I went in and we did the first show together and he showed me kind of how to do things. And then uh, the next week he's like, uh, you got this? And I'm like, um, yeah. So let me free, and then I was doing it all on my own. That's awesome. And, uh, I was told that it was a really cool show, that people liked it. I had this, I didn't really have anybody ever call in yeah. and request it, but I always used to joke, I'm like, this is when everybody's, you know, getting, uh, chilled and relaxed and everything. Right. And they were, you know, uh, adjusting their, uh, their altitudes and attitudes, you know. Absolutely. And I, I played, um, I just played what I wanted man that's cool and it was supposed to be like indie rock but I played punk and I played um some like neo-classical kind of stuff post-rock and just like everything you know from the um from I had I had an instrumental version of this charming man by the smiths as my intro music oh that's great um so that was like kind of my theme thing. So, yeah, it was fun. It that's was cool. a lot of fun. I did that for, I think, three semesters until I uh, was done at school there. And uh, that's cool. Yeah, well, and you, you certainly uh, put those skills to work here, you know. So, I, I well, mean, I, try. I
1: try. Yeah, no, it's great. Uh, but, you know, the, so we have a guest that is uh, she's her background is in radio and yes. she is freaking amazing. She's and- a ball of energy.
0: Yes, definitely. Yeah, it's ironic because not only is her background in radio, which is, you know, how that segue works, she also is a East Carolina University alum. She went there as well. So we have that connection. But uh, so, yeah, joining us today from Charlotte, North Carolina, the uh, home of Ric Flair, who uh, at one point ran for at at least once ran for mayor. (laughs) <laughs> Woo! Um, I think you did it better than I did. Um, almost was mayor, which I mean, if that happened, what a what a, wow, what a wow that would
1: be. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, man. Um, hey, but uh, yeah <laughs> that's hilarious. We grew up on uh, wrestling, so we appreciate. Yeah,
0: that. we did. We absolutely did. Ric Flair and Mid South, Jyd, and all yep. those guys. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, joining us today from Charlotte is Sam and she's got some really cool spooky stories so let's get to it sam thank you for joining us what's your weird story
2: well uh the the first one happened back in the i want to say it was probably around 1990 um I was visiting my father who was living in Florida and at that time he was living on the gulf coast of Florida, string of little islands, uh, several islands all connected by bridges and at the very end of that string of islands called Fort DeSoto. Mm-hmm. Um, fort DeSoto was um, obviously a, a fort and it was a state park but the islands leading up to getting to Fort DeSoto had condos and houses and stuff on them so he's in this um in this condo and while he's building a house somewhere else on the island and I went down to visit him and I got there rather late that evening and I was really really tired from you know the the travel the drive down there
0: Mm.
2: And I'm in his spare bedroom, which has a water bed, and I was so excited to sleep in the water bed again because I hadn't slept in a water bed in years, and I just I love them. And yeah. this was one of those baffle-free water beds that was, um, you know, very loose, loosey goosey. Yeah, right. You, know, yeah. you just slosh around in yeah. it, and it was just one of my favorites. And it, it also, this particular room also happened to have one of those clocks and and i'm not sure if you guys remember these but they had little tiny the the numbers clicked over
0: yeah yeah like, on the little like uh settle. yeah
2: yeah and they went round and round and they they clicked over
0: yeah
1: mm-hmm.
2: so it had one of those type clocks right beside the the water bed. and i was really tired i i go to bed every everything is you know otherwise normal for that night i go to bed and i'm just you know i'm enjoying sleeping in that water bed, went right to sleep. I was out. And all of a sudden, this noise woke me up. And if you can imagine what a a deck of cards sounds like when you're trying to shuffle a deck of cards and you flip them. Yeah. You Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. Like that. That noise woke me up. And I turned my head. And all, all of this happened within seconds. I mean, it... It, it just was really fast, but I turned my head. I see that clock, and those little numbers are just spinning like crazy. They're just flying around, like wow. around and around and around, and around in, in circles. Wow. And before I could even really process, like, what the hell the, the clock was doing, I felt a, a, a pressure into the waterbed like if you've ever been on a waterbed and somebody comes up and they push their hand down on the waterbed in one corner of the waterbed they just push that corner down you're gonna move in the waterbed you're gonna kind of ripple right yeah so at that exact moment that ripple effect happens like somebody has just pushed down on the corner of the waterbed And just as I start, like, moving, I could feel myself moving in the waterbed, the next thing I know, a complete and total blackness comes over. I can't see anything. Mm. I can hear, but I can't see. It's completely black, and it felt like there was a pressure on top of me, and I could physically feel myself being pushed down into the waterbed.
1: Oh man. Yeah.
2: Okay, I, I'm I'm on top of the covers. You know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm not in the water. I'm just on top of the water mattress and I could feel myself being pushed down into the mattress. Mm. And it was a very very bad feeling. I mean, it was <sighs> just it was abs- and I couldn't move. I could not m- move a single muscle. It was like I was paralyzed.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: I felt like I couldn't breathe and I felt like I I couldn't, like I was going to suffocate. There was no air. There was no nothing except me being pushed down into this mattress. And the feeling I have never in my life felt that amount of evil, of bad, of yeah. Negative of it was just overwhelmingly horrible. Wow! And I, I honestly, I don't know how long that lasted. Of me being pushed down into the bed, to me, it felt like at least you know thirty seconds to sixty seconds.
1: Right. That's and a long. That's have, a long time.
0: It, that's a long time my, when you're feeling yeah, scared,
2: and, yeah. and paranoid it's than it? you think. Yeah. I, I have a pretty. Good because of my job, I have a pretty good idea of how long 10 seconds or 15 seconds, 30 seconds is. Yeah, and it was at least a good 30 seconds of being paralyzed, of being pushed down and suffocated into the mattress, and with this overwhelming, just evil, nasty, horrible, something wanted to harm me, something wanted to kill me, something wanted to get me yeah. kind of feeling. But I couldn't see anything because it was completely black. Wow. And it wasn't because the room was black, because the actual room itself was not only painted white with white furniture and white walls, but the, at the foot of of the waterbed was one of those double closets with like those Louvalier. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Um, the doors that you kind of pull open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like an accordion door. Yeah. 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 Yep. So, and it's got the slats on it. So yep. there's one of those big double closets right at the end of the bed. And, and it was painted white. So as I'm, laying there and this pressure is on top of me and I am absolutely terrified, absolutely the most terrified I have ever been. And all of a sudden I can feel it ease up and I could feel myself come up and rise up to the top of the waterbed again. Like wow from being pushed down. Yeah. I'm now on on top. And as it led up, I gasped, I, I had like a really big gasp of air. And I, all of a sudden I could start seeing again, except for at the foot of the bed in front of the closet doors was still black. Mm. And as, as I'm, you know, trying to process this and again, you know, I, I, this is only like 30 to 45 seconds into this whole ordeal. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to process, like, what is happening, what happened. And as the pressure came completely off of me, somehow—this is actually a kind of funny part, because I still don't know how in the fuck I did this, but especially if you've ever been in a waterbed, you can't sit up easily in a waterbed. You right. You've got to build up those up a abs. <laughs> yeah.
1: Build the you core. Just, <laughs> you know? Yeah.
2: And somehow, I went from laying completely flat on my back— to sitting up with my, hugging my knees against my chest and my back against the headboard. Wow. In, in like an instant. Like, and I still don't know how I did it. I, yeah. I just literally was laying flat on my back one second, and half a second later, I was in a fetal position at the head of the bed. Wow. But this whole time, I'm staring at the end of the bed, and I'm wondering, to me, it, at first, it looked like a black hole had appeared in in the closet doors because it was so black in front of those closet doors that there was nothing. There was no light. There mm-hmm. was no, nothing, Almost like you know, a black hole. Yeah, is all I can think of to describe it. Yes, and I'm I'm looking at the blackness. And I am feeling hatred, like just so oh, much man. hatred towards me. And so there's a, a tiny bit of my brain that kind of went, Well, what the fuck did I do?
1: Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The-
2: and all of a sudden I see this blackness sort of it's just shrinking. It's just sort of getting smaller and, and smaller. And then it it just goes away. And I could feel the the air sort of changed it, it became easier to breathe and it felt a tiny bit lighter in the room not I didn't feel that evil hatred yeah that mm-hmm. I felt and I'm staring and I'm looking at the closet and I'm I'm trying to decide like what the fuck just happened yeah <laughs> yeah like yeah. you know did, I, I know I didn't and I'm telling myself this like I know I did not imagine this. Yeah. I am fully wide awake. I am not dreaming. This actually fucking happened. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. And and I'm as I'm kind of looking around, I can now see like shadows in the room like from, you know, the from the window. I can see I can see the closet doors perfectly. There's no blackness. There's no shadow on the closet doors. You know, the, I can see everything in the room. The pictures, the dresser, everything. So that blackness, whatever it was, you know, was gone. And I I jumped up from the bed because I was like, well, there's no fucking way I'm staying in here the rest of the night. And I, I jumped up and I, I grabbed a pillow off the bed. And I, I briefly, I remember having this thought like, if I grabbed the pillow and take the pillow into the living room, cause I wasn't staying in the bedroom. And again, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I wonder if the pillow is going to bring it, you know, Yeah, right. Like this crazy thought of, you know, yeah. don't bring anything from the room, leave it, you know, but yeah. I did, I grabbed the pillow and I went to leave the, the room and because this is Florida and it's humid, the door didn't even close all the way because it was so humid. The door was warped. Yes. And swollen. Yeah. yeah. And so the door was actually opened like, you know half an inch it was you know cracked so i go to open the door and it's stuck like just absolutely and i'm yanking on it and now there was a slight moment of panic yeah. because i could get the door open and i had to get out of that room now yeah, and i was right. like, you know whatever it was it was going to come back yeah so i you know finally yanked the door open and hightailed it out of there and went to the living room, slept in the, the living room at the other end of the condo for the rest of the night. <laughs> I remember my dad getting up the next morning and, and he was like, What what the hell are you doing in here? And <laughs> you know, I thought you wanted to sleep, you know, you're you were all crazy about sleeping in the waterbed again. Right. And I'm like, No, man, there is there is something evil and nasty in that room. And my dad just kinda, you know, was like, What the hell are you talking about? And I told him what was going on. And he's like, oh, that was probably the dog jumping on the bed, (laughs) you know, that, you know, it woke you up and you were having a nightmare or something. And I'm like, well, the door was stuck. I know it wasn't the dog because the door was, first of all, the dog was, you know, in your room sleeping with you and the door was stuck. The dog couldn't have gotten in through the stuck door and then shut the door behind him, you know, so I know that that wasn't it. Sure, and I think to this day he, he still kind of is laughs that off and thinks <laughs> that I'm nuts, but yeah. I know what happened and yeah. I remember that feeling of of evil and hatred. Yeah, that was just
1: that is an intense story. It was crazy. I do have a question. I,
2: do, you, yes.
1: do you remember like um, to use my one of my co-hosts uh, favorite um, terms? Did it have a discernible shape at all? Uh, did it have a form or was it just like, like smoke or like?
2: Yes, it was more like smoke.
1: Okay.
2: Um, a cloud or or smoke. Okay. Wow. And, and it was like, and there were no edges to it. So, right. And, and I wasn't even sure. Like I said, at first I thought I was blind, you yeah. know, I, I, mm-hmm. that. Something was covering my eyes, or I, my eyes weren't open. there were, all of these things are going through. if you've ever had like a really traumatic event, yeah, a lot of shit can go through your head in a very short amount of time, definitely, oh, yeah um and and clear thoughts can go through your head at rapid pace, yes, and yeah. you know all of that was happening because the whole incident from start to finish. Maybe a minute and a half, right, maybe. Right. Yeah. But a lot of shit happened in that minute. Yeah. Yeah. Hour. No kidding. <laughs> no
1: kidding. We've had people on that have told stories about shadow people, mm-hmm. or dark entities, or whatever. Yeah. Which which this kind of fits the bill of that. And yeah. I'm always interested to hear about it. And I've you know that that kind of black that you're talking about. Um, I've actually seen something. I can't remember if I saw it like. Somebody showed me a picture of it or something like it and it's it's an actual color that that they've that you can find that it's so black that you can't see anything it 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 boggles the mind it,
2: oh the the with the it doesn't reflect light yes it's yeah. like blackest black yeah yes like, that's
1: that's what my mind goes yeah. to when you say that.
2: Because I couldn't see through it right. at all. I couldn't see those those closet doors through it. Yeah, And I only saw the closet doors again as it shrank. Mm. But I don't... It, and the weird thing was, was I got the feeling, and I, I, I don't know, but this was the feeling that I got, was that it shrank backwards into the closet. Mm. Like, not... It didn't just, like, shrink and disappear. It shrank... Because it went backwards into the closet, if that right. makes sense. Yeah,
1: like retreating. Like it was retreating. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yes, yes. Like it was retreating, Golly. not like it was shrinking.
1: I'm so curious now to know more about the condo place that you were staying. Like, is, yeah. you know, was there Well, a, yeah,
2: I did a little research. Did you? Okay, cool. About that year years later, because uh, this was a, uh, you know, pre-internet kind of yep, yep, <laughs> thing. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. When we We lived
1: in an analog world at one time. Right,
2: right. (laughs) Um, So years later, as I was down there in Florida visiting my dad after he had built the house, and this was just like a condo that he was renting. Um, And he he didn't stay there long. And I I don't think that it was the condo. I think it was the land.
1: Right. Okay, yeah.
2: That particular... Island. Um, like I said, there was a there was a string of them as you went out to uh, Fort Desoto Park. That particular one was happened to be um, from the research that I found. Actually, it it was someone who lived there that that ended up telling me this at a party that my dad had. That that particular island was a burial ground for some of the native Indians in Florida.
1: That makes sense. And
2: this this person who told me that um, actually had um, artifacts and an arrowhead in his house that he said was... Haunted or gave off weird energy, and he wanted to know if I wanted to come see it, and I said, "Fuck, no." Yeah, no kidding.
1: No kidding.
2: <laughs> I was like, "No, I, I'm good. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. Well, you keep it over there?
1: Yeah, well, I think we forget Florida has quite a history. Um, we had a lady on not too long ago, young lady on, and she told stories about um, she lived in St. Augustine uh she grew up there mm-hmm. and her grandparents lived in a house that was really old and uh all the history like that's basically i mean that's where the country started and there was a lot of fighting and um that's one of the things i was going to ask yeah. with the islands there is you know was it a spanish stronghold or something like that but the native american thing makes sense that that they would have used you know that island or something to to that
2: particular island it's one of the smaller ones and apparently that was one of their burial interesting islands
1: that makes a lot of sense
2: Um, and I've forgotten a lot of the details that I that I looked up and I found out um, uh, about it but I, I do know that Fort DeSoto itself, once you get down to the end of the islands and the old fort, which I have walked around numerous times, and there's one particular area at Fort DeSoto. Um you, they've got old cannons and Yeah. You know, just you can walk around it and right. and, and, and there's one area there and I get sketched out every time I go in that one area. I'm just like, no, you know, I, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I'll just look at it from here. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, well, you know, Native American cultures also have a lot of dark entity kite type of uh, stories and stuff. You know, I mean, I, I, that's that's kind of prevalent. I mean, um, and I don't know names or anything like that. What what the different yeah. tribes would call those things, but I do know that they believed in malevolent creatures of some sort. Yeah. So, you know, I'm always I'm always interested when people tell those stories because it's like there has to be something there that either maybe there was something that your dad had in the house or maybe it was the land itself or um but he never did say he never said to you that he felt anything weird in the house at all. It was just it was no. just, you were just the only person that no. wow.
2: But I will say this although it's ah the person that he was married to at that time Uh was not always a nice person Mm -hmm. and she's she's no longer here on this earth okay um but she was she sort of surrounded herself with, she was, uh, let me put it this way. She was the kind of person who was happiest when she was bitching about something. Gotcha. That's what made her happy is bitching about stuff. Right. And she just was not a pleasant person at all. Yeah. And always did sort of wonder if maybe she drew something in with her horrible energy. Yeah. Um, That that did occur to me, too. I'm a big
1: I'm a big believer in that.
0: Hey, everybody, this is Dave Schrader from the Holzer Files on Travel Channel. You're listening to What's Your Weird Story. And the girl, the babysitter girl, she picked up the phone, and there was a policeman on the other side, and he said, we've tracked the phone call, and it's coming from inside the house!
1: Whoa. Yeah. I love those urban legend stories.
0: Dude, I do too. And you remember the one where the girl, it's always the babysitter, or it's the kids making out in Lover's Lane, but there's the one where the girl comes up and she finds the kids are watching TV, and she turns them around, and their face says SpaghettiOs!
1: Oh, man. Or the hook guy. Remember the hook guy? Oh, the
0: hook. The hook was hanging from the rear view mirror. Yeah. Yeah. So if you got a story that is similar to any of those awesome urban legends, we want to hear it. Because, you know, those urban legends, man, they started off as somebody's true life weird story. It's got to be true
2: somewhere. My other story, I definitely think, was due to someone bringing in some really bad energy to my house.
1: Okay, okay. Let's, let's get on that. Let's, yeah. let's hear that.
2: Well, this one, um, my former person, (laughs) uh, let's just say that he he had some baggage and some of that baggage um, was really bad and he brought, as towards the end of our relationship, um, when it was sort of no hope left for that relationship, but he was still here in my house. Um, There was some really bad, intense energy that he put out. Yeah. And there was alcohol involved on, on his part. So it always seemed to ramp up when he was under the influence of alcohol. Okay. Yeah. But so one night I, there had, there had been a couple of, you know, really rough verbal fights uh, as things were winding down in the relationship. And one night I went to bed and I am sleeping on my left side facing the door to my bedroom. The door opens up into the hallway. My door is closed, by the way. And I'm about, let's say, seven feet. I'm actually sitting in the very spot right now as I'm talking to you. I'm sitting in on my bed and I would say the door is about six feet away from the edge of my bed. And I'm laying on my left side. I'm sleeping. I'm looking at the door. And, and what woke me up was so mind-blowing that I still have a hard time wrapping my head around it. But as I'm sleeping, the thing that woke me up is that something from, and I'm going to just, it's going to sound crazy when I describe it but it felt like something from underneath my bed from inside my mattress punched me Whoa! Whoa. from from underneath the bed Whoa. like i physically felt myself like you know kind of rise up on my left side wow it it was so yeah and it was it was painful it it hurt it you sure. know it, it and it wasn't like a punch like a fist punch. It was more like, if you can imagine holding your hand with your fingers straight, very stiff. yeah. Um, and your fingertips make your hand very hard with your fingertips and and poke straight up. Mm-hmm. Wow, That's what it felt like wow. to me. that was that was like the image in my in my head. okay, but it was it was painful. And it hit like right about my lower rib cage on my mm. left side. And it, it I felt like it physically, you know, lifted me up. And my eyes popped open. And I, again, all of this happens very rapidly, mm-hmm. within seconds, okay? My eyes popped open, and my brain immediately went, well, that was fucking impossible. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That doesn't make any fucking sense at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And yeah. I'm laying there for a second trying to process, you know, that just happened. I'm I am I am awake. I am looking at my door. I feel the pain in my side. I'm blinking my eyes. I haven't moved physically because I'm I'm actually terrified. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out how the fuck did that happen? Yeah. There's yeah. no way. I have a mattress, I have a box spring, and I have a ton of shit under my bed. There's no way somebody's underneath my bed. Damn. And I felt that through the, through the mattress. So as I'm laying there and my eyes are open and I'm like, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck? All of a sudden, right next to my bed, and I mean like right next to my bed. And by the way, I should preface this by saying I had no animals at that time. I now have a fucking zoo in my house, (laughs) inside and outside, but I had no animals, nothing. No cats, no dogs, no birds, no squirrels, no deer, no raccoons, no nothing, okay? (laughs) So I'm laying there going, what the hell? And all of a sudden, right next to my bed, I hear a growl, like an animal growl guttural growl like there's no mistaking that i just heard a growl and so now the thought rapidly goes through my head what the fuck is in my house
1: yeah you know what
2: the fuck kind of animal is in my house right next to my bed so now i'm terrified of moving an inch because i think that there's an animal in my bed yeah Right. right next to my bed
1: yeah
2: so as soon as that growl happened, like as soon as it finished, I hear footsteps like animal footsteps, like a like galloping, like you would hear a, a cat or a, like a large cat. and I say cat because the feeling that I got from this next incident was feline. Okay. So I hear feet running like, okay from a long way away but yet close it but the sound was like far away but it got closer and louder if that makes mm-hmm. sense yep. so yeah. i hear these these feet running like an animal running like from my hallway through my door which is still closed and i feel this feline presence because it definitely was a feline presence like a cat Mm -hmm. okay so i hear it running and i feel it jump on my bed like i physically felt it jump on my bed and run across my lower legs like between my knees and my feet run across my lower legs and run off the corner of my bed
1: damn
2: and run away wow and i and the and the growl the all all I can say is that it was a feeling, okay? Yeah. So I felt like the feline presence was a protector of huh. sorts. Okay. Like it was it was there to protect me, not to harm me. Mm. It was there to protect me from whatever it was that growled at me.
1: Yeah. Wow.
2: That was the feeling that I got. Wow. Um, and and then it was. Then it was done. It was over. It was. And, and as soon as I, you know, felt it run across the bed and run towards the far corner of my wall, and I could, it was like, you know, when you hear a sound and that comes from far away and it gets closer and louder and louder, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then as it starts to move away again, it gets more distant. Yeah. And and that's that was the sound, but it happened very quickly. And it was large. It wasn't like a house cat like feline. Yeah. But it wasn't like a tiger sized feline right. either. Yeah. Right. Right. It was somewhere in the middle. Sure. I, but again, that was just the feeling that I got and from the running across my legs.
0: So, so how, like, the weight of it running across, getting on, jumping on the bed and running across your legs was more, it was, it was, it, what you knew it wasn't a, a small cat. You can right. tell it was big. It was
2: not a house cat. I've had wow. cats before. Right. I knew it wasn't a house cat, but it also, you know, it wasn't the size of a tiger. You know, right, it wasn't yeah. that kind of size. I have a dog now that is about 35, 40 pounds.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: And that, that would be on the high end. Like, you know, when he jumps on my bed. I would say that whatever ran across me was closer to like 25.
1: Yeah, like a right. like 30 a bob, bobcat or a lynx yeah, or something that, like that. Yeah, that that kind of yeah. size. Yeah, right.
2: And and I don't know what kind. Yeah, I don't all I know is that it felt feline. Sure. Wow. And it felt like it was protecting me. It felt like whatever growled because as soon as the growl happened is when I heard the galloping. And got that feline presence that ran across, Golly. and as soon as it ran across me, I felt safe. I felt okay. I felt like, wow. I, I felt like whatever happened is past because of whatever just ran across me.
1: That is wow. so fat. We've never heard a story like that. That's for sure. No,
2: no. I have, n- I've never um, experienced anything like that again. I hope I really don't ever experience <laughs> anything like that again. Um, I mean, I when my cat died. This is just a side story, but when my my very beloved beloved cat passed away, a couple weeks after he passed away, I was sleeping, and this was I, I was actually by myself here in the house. I woke up in the middle of the night because I felt him jump on the bed. And he was a fat cat. I mean, this cat was like a good 18 pounds. It was a big (laughs) boy. I felt him jump on the bed and come up and plop down next to me. And when he laid down, you know, because he's a big boy, he just sort of fell over when he lay down. So I felt him jump on the bed and fall over next to my legs. And. I knew immediately that it was him. I mean, I just mm-hmm. felt it. But the, the, the weirdest part about it was that I felt the covers pull tight across my legs and my yeah. feet. As he plopped down next to me, I physically felt the covers pull tight like he had just laid down next to my legs. And I was so comforted because I knew it was him and i wanted so badly to reach down and see and mm-hmm. pet
1: yeah. but yeah. i didn't
2: i didn't i just wanted to enjoy the fact that he came for a visit yeah
1: that's, yeah. that's nice and
2: it was a few we- that was a few weeks after he wow he, that's left. Awesome. he passed away wow but so anyway that was a different sort of feline mm-hmm. presence than so, the other thing
1: let me ask this did did your boyfriend I'm just I'm assuming a boyfriend, maybe not boyfriend, yeah. but uh whatever yeah. friend um have a spiritual practice of some sort like, no oh no, okay. no, no no, okay, no, I didn't know if, um, if maybe that was part of the ramping up of uh mm-hmm. negative things or whatever
2: no i i he he did not he, nothing like that actually okay. um it was just uh some <laughs> very bad energy involved with alcohol, <laughs> gotcha. I, I really think, sure. but it, 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 this was the real test that, that really convinced me that it was for sure him mm-hmm. because after he moved out, he's, he's gone. He, he moved out and we, we had a daughter together, so we, we still, you know, had this connection yeah. and he came back to visit his daughter and there was an ice storm and at that time he was living about an hour drive south from charlotte an mm-hmm. hour and a half south in columbia and he came to visit or drop her off and there was an ice storm and i'm like look it is it, it's just too nasty out there you just stay here for the night just sleep in sleep in her room she can stay with me you sleep in her room and you know just give us peace of mind that you're not going to be on the roads during a ice storm. Right? right? So he did. And he, he slept in there. He got up before we woke up, you know, he was gone by six o'clock in the morning, but whatever he left behind was not gone. And the next night after that, I put my daughter to bed where he had been sleeping in, in her room. I put my daughter to bed, and she was just having a fit. She was very young at that time. Mm. She was having a fit. She did not want to be in there. And I'm like, what is going on? You know, she's she's never been like this before. So, I finally, I stay in there with her until she goes to sleep. And no sooner did I leave the room and I'm doing stuff around the house, all of a sudden... She screams, and if you've ever heard a you know two or three year old little girl scream bloody murder,
0: yeah, yeah,
2: it is absolutely terrifying, yeah, because
1: yeah,
2: you yeah, yeah, murdering them, yeah, yeah, and yeah. all of a sudden she is screaming bloody murder, i mean, like just holy hell, and I bust ass back there. And I'm like, what in the hell is going on? And she is sitting up in bed and she has the most terrified look on her face. And she's just hysterical. And I grab her out. I pull her into my room and I could feel when I, when I went into her room, I was like, Ooh, it is not good in here. There's, Mm. there's not a really good feeling in here at all. And brought her into my room, and I ended up saging, <laughs> uh, smudging her room right. and saging the, the, the house because it just felt like, and there was also this weird thing because he, he used a, a closet in the hallway as his closet. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was where, when he lived here, he kept his clothes in the hall closet, Right. Because I didn't want to share my bedroom closet, to be perfectly fucking honest. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, so he kept his clothes in the hall closet. So when he left, and and even when he came back that one night and left, that hall closet, my kids joke about it now as being, that's where the monster lives. That's where the bad, that's the wow. bad closet. Wow. And and it, right now it's just used as, as storage. And wow. it's funny because every once in a while, and I do it sort of jokingly, but kind of only half jokingly. Yeah. I will open that closet to get the vacuum cleaner or something, and I'll open the door and I'll say, look, I don't need any shit right now. <laughs> Keep your shit in here. I just need the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> and then I'll grab the vacuum cleaner and I'll shut the closet door real
1: quick. That's great. Uh, so yeah. okay so now do you have a spiritual practice of some sort?
2: Um a practice? No. Okay. But I do believe that there are other dimensions out there. Sure. And you know I've had enough unexplainable incidents happen to me over the years yeah. that I know that there's something else out right. there. Sure. Right. It's just because it's not just the the two or or three incidents that I'm I've told you about. There yeah. there are other things, and I know that there's something else out there. Yeah, that I, we can't quite grasp.
1: Right, I, I, uh, I, that's I'm getting that feeling from you is the reason why I asked because usually people that have these kinds of stories that are as serious. Um, these these deep feelings, and these 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 um, these deep experiences that you've had, there's usually not one or two. There's more. You know what I mean. Yeah. So so that yeah. that's why I asked because.
2: No, there's not. There's no fucking Ouija board in my house. I was good. good. You're, 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 you're <laughs> no nope. talking about Ouija. Yeah, boards. yeah yeah
1: yeah, nope. yeah.
0: That was my that was my next question. If you've <laughs> if you had ever you know been somebody been playing with a Ouija board or mm, you
2: nope. yourself. <laughs> Good for you. Nope, yeah, nope, yeah. nope, 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 nope. Yeah. Not gonna do that shit. You're so, not yeah. going yeah. I'm not gonna invite the weird yeah. shit.
0: In. That's
1: good.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, the weird the shit seems to find me. Yeah, you've already. Yeah, <laughs> you've already found
1: your weird shit. You don't need to open that door. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Wow, man that that is <laughs> that's pretty intense. Those are some intense stories. And um, I mean,
2: I do have I have a lighter one that is that is not as intense that was actually kind of cool
1: uh-huh yeah, let's talk about
2: it many many, many years ago i'm I'm driving to work on Christmas morning in uh, it, it was actually in Hickory, North Carolina. Um, okay. I'm driving to work down this country w- road and it is Christmas morning so it is very, very early I, I think if I remember correctly I had to work like the 6 am to twelve noon, Christmas Day shift. Mm. You know, I was new at that time at this radio station, and I'm driving up this this old country road highway, and it's kind of foggy. It's actually heading to the foothills of North Carolina, towards the the mountains, and it's really foggy, and you'd sort of drive in and out of the fog and you'd have patches where it would be perfectly clear and the next thing you know you drive through the fog again. So there was this one area and I always loved this curve because on the right-hand side of this curve was a big hill with a very old building. I mean, you could just look at this building, it was brick and you just you knew it was old. It had been there for, you know, a good 100 or more years, but on top of this hill, on the the right-hand side of the road, was this magnificent oak tree. And this oak tree had to have been, even at that time, over 100 years old. It just was this magnificent, huge oak tree. And I always imagined as I would drive by, I would imagine that there would be a swing hanging down from it at some point in front of this building that could have been a school or a hospital or mm-hmm. something like that, because it's kind of in the middle of nowhere in the country. And I just loved that tree, and I loved seeing it as I came around that that curve. And this Christmas morning, I'm just sort of like, oh, I'm getting ready to come up on the, the big oak tree. So I'm kind of looking to the right And all of a sudden I see something out of the corner of my eye and I look and right in front of me in the middle of the road is the figure of a man who is wearing a hat. He's got a long coat on. He's got boots on and he's carrying what I I guess you would call like a what they used to call a carpet bag, Mm -hmm. like a. Um, Yeah, a valet bag kind of thing. Yeah, almost like a doctor's bag. Yep. Yeah, he's carrying that, and he's he's got this hat on and this long coat that's kind of trailing out, and he is walking across the road in front of me, and he turns turns his head. He's he's walking towards the oak tree. The oak tree's on the right, so he's walking towards the oak tree, and I. Turn because I see it out of the corner of my eye, and I turn, and I, there's no there's no traffic at fucking you know six o'clock a.m. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Christmas thing, right? Yeah, and all of a sudden I'm just like, holy shit, you know, dude, in the middle of the road. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: Before I could take my foot off the gas and hit the brake, I mean, I, I, I didn't even really get my foot moved off of the gas. I went through him. Whoa, like. Like wow. through him, like through him, like he was gone. Like I wow. went through him, and Damn. there was no impact. You know, there was no nothing because he right. wasn't really there. Although I saw him, wow. but even then, it wasn't perfectly clear. Like, like uh, you know, super super detailed. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
2: but it was because it, it was kind of foggy. There was still kind of a fog and mist in the air, and. But I looked in my, as soon as I did, I looked in my rearview mirror and there was a, nothing. Absolutely wow. nothing. Nothing that's in the road.
1: So, that's so And I creepy. just was
2: like, holy, you know, in my wow. mind, I'm, I'm in the car by myself. I'm like, holy shit, I just drove through a ghost. Wow. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, there's nobody here to tell about it.
1: That is <laughs> amazing. Oh, that's you amazing. You know, pre,
2: Pre-cell phone days. This yeah. Was phone yep. Days. Yep. There were no cell phones back then. And I was like, holy wow. shit, I drove through a ghost. And when I get to the radio station, there's still not going to be anybody. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> wow.
1: Dang, that's man. Crazy. That's great. He
2: was definitely older. You know, it was definitely yes. a different time period. Sure. But it, was, it was really cool. I mean, like, that's
1: amazing. it
2: wasn't me. It wasn't ugly. It wasn't, you know, evil or anything. It was just like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit.
1: And the fact that it was Christmas, you know, that's like...
2: And it was Christmas morning, yeah.
1: adds a layer of just creepiness to it. And cool <laughs> and coolness, you know? That's so cool. Wow. That's amazing. You've had some crazy experiences, for sure. Oh,
2: Absolutely. You have no idea, dude.
1: That's amazing. <laughs> that's, that's great. We'd love to have you back and... Absolutely. To keep opening the doors that... um sure. You know, that you have, because... You know, like we say, you know, anybody that's on is is welcome to come back any time. You know, so.
2: Well, next time I'll. Um, I, I I've only had one. Uh, and I hate using the term UFO. I really hate using that term. Yeah. Yeah. But it was in the sky, and I do not know what the hell it was.
1: Yep. <laughs> yep.
2: So therefore, it was an unidentified flying object
1: yes but
2: exactly. i don't like using that term yeah, ufo yeah, but there yeah. was something that happened up there
1: <laughs> that's cool so. we've we've had quite a few stories like that i have a story adam also has a story ab- about ufos and um and considering well,
2: I, i've been digging into the podcast so i'll have to
1: yeah man yeah do we there's there's a lot to listen to and um yep and we've got some good UFO stuff, so definitely check check out some stuff. But um, well,
2: yes. I know a lot of people, you know, just sort of listen to this stuff and listen to these stories and just to make fun uh, of, you know, yeah, yeah, because they don't really. A lot of those people are fucking crazy. Yeah. But the people who have had experiences, yep, will get it
1: exactly. Because
2: you know? if yep. you've had something happen that you cannot explain. In any scientific way, yeah, you'll know it's so that tr- it is absolutely it's so possible true. That that's so true. Crazy that's shit happen.
1: Hundred percent true, and and that's the that's been our whole angle here. Is it's like you know the show is not for those people. It's it, you know if they want to listen in, that's fine too. But but it's for the people that don't have anywhere else to go to sh- share their stories. Oftentimes, they won't even tell their best friends that yep. that they've had. Yeah, re- you know. Because it's just such an odd subject.
2: Well, there are yeah. certainly people that I've never told those stories to, and I I wouldn't because I know right. that they they wouldn't get it. Right.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And we, that's what we want to provide the place and for everybody to come and share those stories, yeah. so that you know, because we're not, you know, I mean, we're not. Judging in any way, shape, or form, we just we just love here we love hearing the stories from the people who experienced them. Yeah. We're not trying to prove it or disprove right. it or anything. We'll we'll, we'll chew it we'll, on it. We'll talk about it, but ultimately, you know, you had those experiences, and and you know, we you shared them with us, and we appreciate that, yeah. and we hope we and all the listeners do me. as well. They, so.
2: they are absolutely one hundred percent authentic that's awesome as far as i'm concerned and that it
0: just these are the kinds of stories that just you know that just make the world a little bit still remain a little bit more magical than it you know than we try to make it not be right
2: yeah
1: yeah agreed
2: well thank you guys cool
1: sam yeah thank you thank you yeah thank you and we'll we'll definitely get you back
0: yes awesome
2: you guys have a good one
1: you too sam
0: thanks you too Barry, what do you think that people find the most far-fetched? Ghost stories or aliens as being the more unbelievable?
1: I would say aliens.
0: You know, I would agree with that probably too. Because I think with ghosts, there's a part of the belief system that is abound throughout the world. And we want to have some kind of assurance of some form of life after death. Mm -hmm. Whereas with aliens, it's unknown for sure. It's Mm -hmm. completely unknown. We have only our imagination. We don't have a lot of universal stories that we agree upon that these things exist, maybe.
1: To believe in aliens is to believe that we are not the sole existence of this world, which goes against a lot of belief
0: systems. It definitely does. But you know, the great thing about what we're doing here is we are open to all your stories about ghosts or aliens or anything in between. Or anything outside of. We're not here to judge. We're here to just talk and to share. And we don't want you to think you're crazy because you're not.
1: Sam was so fun and such an entertaining storyteller. Uh, She really knocked it out of the park. And those were some really creepy, creepy stories.
0: Totally, dude. Uh, thank you again, Sam. Fantastic stories. It's you know, I mean, it's, it makes sense that she has uh, a, a job in radio yeah. uh, because she is a good storyteller and um, just, I mean, even that story about how she was driving to work on Christmas morning. Oh man! And ran through that dude. Yeah, man. That was. And I've a hell of a story. Yeah, and I've driven like. In those back roads to small towns in North Carolina, which, you know, when I was living at East Carolina and had yeah. to drive to my mom's and, you know, several times either late at night or early in the morning. And, you know, the, it's you got fog and it's really weird and it's eerie, creepy yeah. feeling.
1: Yeah. But uh, amazing, I could
0: see that happening, man.
1: Oh, of course. Yeah. I could visualize it in, in, my, in my mind's eye uh, when she was telling the story. And then the story about... The dark entity that came out of the yes. closet and uh, got on the waterbed and held her down for a yeah a, a, a good a good a good long while longer than you'd want for sure yeah um, that must have been just uh, terrifying you know and she has a really interesting uh, history when it comes to that kind of stuff that sort of she, she's sort of intuitive in that way she was awesome and such an entertaining uh, person to listen to and, yeah. and talk to and. Yeah, like you said, no no wonder she's had such a long uh, career in radio. Again, you know, she just proves that we never know what we're going to get into once we start talking. And uh, she brought the heat, man. And she, mm-hmm. she, she did uh, an amazing job. And uh, it should be encouraging to anybody out there that might be, you know, curious about getting on the show and telling their stories, you know, just come on, get in touch with us.
0: Yeah, we love hearing from you guys. We, you know, you are um, what make us be able to do the show. Um, we, and we have know we've had so many of you on here already in our, you know, three, three years now. But uh, we still, you know, we still look forward to every time we talk to somebody new or talk to one of our old friends again and hear just more amazing, great, fantastic, weird, unusual uh, or epic stories. You know, I mean, it doesn't have to be weird, weird. If it's just a, if it's just an awesome, fun, like yeah. epic story, you know, we yeah. still want to hear. It. We just love yeah. good stories. You know, that's right. And anything that's just a little bit left of center, a little bit on the, you know, this is not what a normal story most people have. That kind of thing it doesn't have to be ghosts or aliens or Bigfoot or you know serial killers. You know, you know maybe you had a really strange job one summer like whenever our buddy sam was uh you know almost went to or he shortly went to mortuary school that's right you know and that he kind of <laughs> did stuff i forgot i just remember he took acid
1: man and, and he, he hung out with the on. with the mortician all day <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: i mean who the got, fuck does that
0: that's sam um, <laughs> <laughs> if you've got some story like that or you know you know anything you know just cool crazy adventures we'd love hearing that stuff family secrets or mysteries or just anything that you can't explain or it's hard to explain you know we love it all we love hearing it all just a good story is good to us we love hearing it and we love sharing those stories with you weird still it's just it brings us joy to be doing this and to share this with you and to share it with each other And uh, to have the ability to do this. And so we just, we thank you always for your support and for being a part of the show and for listening and for sharing your stories.
1: And we have, uh, speaking of, uh, you know, more in the story, what's coming to you in the Weirdsville down the pipe? uh, We've got some pretty amazing stories, guys. I mean, seriously, we've got some really good stuff coming. So we're excited. Yes.
0: Yeah, next week for sure is got one of the most intense kind of uh, cryptid or maybe not cryptid, but well, Bigfoot, one of the most intense Bigfoot stories that yeah. we've heard. Um, and it's fantastic. You guys are going to love it. And um, it's yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. So until then, um, you know, drop us a line at uh, wyws p o d at gmail.com that's w y w s pod at gmail.com contact us through our social media our instagram and our twitter and on the facebook page Um, you can call the hotline 513-909-9821 513-909-9821 leave a message um, you know just to say hi just to say oh this was my favorite episode i like this i like that or especially if you've got a story that you want to share we want to hear it all right well weirdsville we're gonna let you go but we will see you next time here on the what's your weird story podcast until then be safe be weird as always if you have a weird story we want to hear it